Welcome back to Going Long on First. Woo! Wish us luck tonight, everybody. Uh, it'll be smooth sailing the entire night. They Jeremy's don't e- here. They don't even know. know they don't even know what we fought through, Seth. That's the thing. Your editing was very good. Uh that that's what that's what we do. That's what the producers do. They don't let anybody see the the, the behind the scenes. It's like it's, all it's like it's like that meme of the soldier, like you know, covering the child, and while there's like knives flying at his back. You know, it's like isn't that the father? Isn't that a father? It's a soldier, right? It's that's like he's Jeremy because he's, he's, he's a got father. a uniform on. The soldiers. Go ahead. No, I think it is the one I'm thinking of. So, so Seth is a soldier. The listener is the little kid in the cradle, and then Owen's constant barrage of Wi-Fi interruptions are the knives just sticking in out of Seth's back right now. Yeah, that, wow. that's that's fair, especially Touching. last week Thursday. Man, yeah, that was a battle, Jeremy. That was a battle. You have no idea, but. I believe in Jer- or Owen and his IT skills to get us through as the resident IT man. But anyways, that's me. Week six, no- another wild week. There is, boys, I just want to throw this out there before we dive into these games. We have, I, I wanted to count this earlier and I needed to wait till last night to confirm that, but we have. I think we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We have twelve teams that are either three and three or three and two, and one with uh-huh. Indy and then Tennessee at three and two. Seth, how many are six and zero? Oh? Uh, it doesn't matter. Outlier. <clears throat> doesn't matter. It does, Outliers are, are yeah, exactly, exactly. Six weeks is an anomaly. Seven weeks is a trend. We all know this, Jeremy. Like, this is basic math. If they what go I'm 500 tra- the rest of the week, year, which realistically would be 6 and 5 or 5 and 6, they end with 10 or 11 wins. That's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Or 10 what or I was trying to get 12. at, though, but is yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of uh, quality. Not, what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm, I'm losing it here. There's a lot of bad football out there. Oh. A lot, a lot of bad of... football or a lot of very equal teams? Parody. Parody. That's it. Good job, Owen. You're welcome. A plus tonight. Parody <laughs> in the NFL these days, which it just shows because every other week there's a, a you know a, a good team, quote-unquote good team, losing to a quote-unquote bad team. And then all of a sudden we have the Seattle Seahawks who are 3-3 three and three and tied for the West, tied for the lead in the West. Wild, Owen. Wild. We just did our division updates two weeks ago and nobody said Seattle, but there they are. There they are. MVP Gino continues his campaign of dominance. Uh, absolutely. Yep. He's now on my bench in my fantasy team, at least one of them. <laughs> uh, and then we have the 5-1 and one Giants. Nobody thought would be real. We have the 4-2 and two Jets. So New York... Is just thriving right now, along with the Yankees and postseason baseball. New York is having the time of their life. There's only one New York football team, Seth. Everyone knows this. Come on. Uh, you're right. And they're five and one as well. They are. They're very good. I, yes. I, I threw this out there to Jeremy earlier. Uh just a little teaser for everybody. We have a new segment coming up to later tonight. 
Jeremy will reveal that later. But Jeremy's first headline of the pod. Exciting, exciting night. Anyways, I threw this out there to, to Jeremy earlier, and I said there might be three teams in the top five this week. Three, three, sorry, three New York. What? Teams. Wait, what? I was like, wait, what? Are we, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> just three teams. We changed it to a top three because you just couldn't stand <laughs> anything other than three. Seth's top, top three. three. Yep. <laughs> okay. uh, I refuse to go any further. Uh, no, three New York teams in the top five. A and B. New is York, that New is Jersey that crazy? Teams, sure. Is that is that is that pretty asinine to you? It's yeah. well, the the thought is Jeremy uh, thinks so. They realistically have to be thought about for sure. Will I, I say two, not three? All right, there you go. There's your teaser. There it is. Yes. Anyways, yes, let's get into the games. We have some good ones. Jeremy is going to be pulling out his Stephen A. Smith hat tonight, I'm sure, and just throwing it down on the Packers as we get this started. But let's roll with the fastest 60 minutes in sports. Let's start in Lambeau Field. The frozen We're starting in Green Bay. We don't want to, uh, but we have to. I think we have to. Let's do this. Let's just let's rip the band-aid off and let the blood flow. Rip the band-aid off and piss on that jellyfish thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever you say, man. Anyways, Packers Giants, uh Jets. You had Jets. Giants. In my your bad. My you bad. Had I was Giants last too. week. Uh any regardless, some New York team that they lost to two weeks in a row. Packers the second Jets. of three this year, probably. Hey. Optimism, Owen. I shared that with you earlier. Optimism. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. The light is at the end of the tunnel. It's there. <laughs> is that Anyways, more? No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. We, we Packers Jets Sunday afternoon, the first noon game of the year, right for Green Bay. It was so. It was yes, correct. And uh, it they maybe maybe they forgot how to play at noon. You know, they anti Kirk Cousins or something like that. I don't really. It know. might be. Um. But they lost 27 to 10. It was pretty competitive throughout the first three quarters, really, if you look at it. And then the fourth corner, the Jets just kind of took it away. After, really, after the blocked punt for a touchdown was kind of the turning point and kind of sealed that game almost, it felt like. Anyways, ugly game for Green Bay. A little bit of disarray. I don't want to say disarray. I'm not panicking yet, Owen. Not panicking yet. We go next week to the Commanders, the Commies, Commies. Taylor Heineke at the helm, and we lose that game, and we lose ugly like we did against New York. Then I think it might be time to panic, but I'm here tonight with some optimism that they will turn it around, and no matter what Jeremy says, he's wrong. So I, you know, I can really sense it in the way you're presenting this, that you've completely 
shed off that Jets game completely out of your mind. It's gone. Like you're not you're not wasting another second thinking about it. And I respect that. I do. Cause it that one hurt me to my core. I that ruined I don't I think I sat on the couch and pouted for three hours straight after that game. Like I couldn't even I was just like it was a haze. It really was. And, and I think Carrie actually uh hated me. Uh, for uh, every minute that she had to sit sit by me for that Sunday, and uh, it, 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 this won't hurt. A lot of people were hurt by the Giants' loss. I had the optimism, and now I'm hurt. And Seth, you are back to optimistic. I I think I I got the benefit of the doubt. I was driving home during this game, so I missed a majority of it. I got back the middle to the end of the third quarter, so I saw the the fall apart in the fourth, and I saw the block punt and all that good stuff. So I guess I missed the first half. Maybe maybe that's why, because I didn't see all of the ugliness. Uh, I mean, defense-wise, defense played great in the first half. Uh, and then second half, they kind of lapsed a little bit and let Brees Hall just run all over him. It's crazy. Zach Wilson, what, had 80, 88 yards or 100, no, 110 yards, 10 completions. 10 completions, yeah. And they exactly. beat us by three scores. Yeah, and I had, you know, I had Zach Wilson in my Superflex league, so and not really like realizing it in the moment. I was like, you know, the Jets put a beat down. He's probably got some decent points. I have my hat had to hang on that. He had less than 5 fantasy points as a quarterback in a in a game that you win 27 to 10. Now, everything else about the Jets was premium. On Sunday, everything was great. It was Sauce Gardner top five corner in the league already? Maybe he might be top ten, top ten for sure. He's, he's, crazy. Got, he's got the sauce for sure. I was mad he had that cheese head on his head uh, at the end of the game, but I had no room to be like, you can't do that because he could. That was his domain. Lambeau Field was his on Sunday. It Does, was. He own Does he own it? Him or Brees Hall? One of the two do because Brees Hall co owners. He made – so I should say this. The Packers' defense made him look untouchable. They made him look like a tank because they had zero heart in trying to tackle this man. It was so easy for him to walk in um, as much as they tried in the passing game. But they still just decided not to tackle on Sunday, which was asinine to me. And, uh, um, yeah, those it's were the two frustrating because – you know, uh, Brees Hall, it's frustrating because most of his damage was done in the third and fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, especially. They had a slight lead and they started running the ball to like hopefully run some clock off. And instead, Correct. they just put more of a beat down on it. That was like yeah. running up the score because you were running because you can't pass. It was crazy. And they didn't insane. need to pass. They didn't need to pass. It felt like a bit. San Francisco a few years ago when Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball like 10 times. And they yeah. crushed us. I mean, this one not as bad, but it felt like that one again because we knew what they were going to do and we couldn't stop it. Elijah Moore came out of this game complaining that he's not getting targeted enough. But the fact is he, he had 10 completions, Seth. I think there were a couple to, a couple checkdowns and everything else went to Garrett Wilson, who was a stud. So obviously he's got to get his targets. And then Corey Davis had a couple there. Corey Davis had the one big one. That was really about it. Elijah Moore, like, there's no targets to go around, which means this should be a bad team. I have 
not much faith that they'll be playoff bound because uh, I think there's just better teams in the AFC. They could sneak in. They've got a good start. I just think I think Zach Wilson's he'll probably be in okay. That, that defense might take them though. It, that's that would be the thing. I just don't think like in big games. This was not a big game. It, it was advertised as a big game, but the Packers weren't. I mean, you know, it's also week six only, and you know, it's. I mean, if you're the Jets, though, you're playing in Lambeau Field. Like they came up, yes, they true. knew it was prime true. time for them. Packers did not, and uh, I just think when you do find a big game here later in the schedule, you're going to see uh, Zach Wilson play like shit against Buffalo. The next couple times they have, to yeah, play. that that'll you be know, that'll for be example. interesting, and even probably against the Patriots. So. Uh, you know, I was this one really pissed me off, and I hope it pissed the locker room off because yikes. Yeah. Uh let me throw one thing at you and then we'll let Jeremy in. All right. We'll let we'll let Jeremy loose. Um I see I was playing the MM uh, uh process there, trying to like get all my insecurities out before he can attack me with my there insecurities. It is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so a big talk of this of this game was the offensive line and how terrible it played. Obviously, there was a lot of pieces that were terrible. Offensive line was maybe the worst. Uh, there yeah. was one replay I saw, and I don't think it was Quinn and Williams. It was maybe um, Rankins. He had John Runyon totally turned around. I don't know if you saw that replay. I John did. Runyon is staring, I'll give it staring to you. at Aaron Rodgers as Rankins is going around him. That was comical. Who's yeah. number 70? Uh, actually, uh, Runyon. Runyon's, I believe, I'm pretty sure it's Runyon. That's was Royce Newman. Runyon 76. I think I got the right highlight, and they run a, a stunt, and he runs around the nose tackle, and 70 is turning with him. Diff- different play. Different terrible okay. play. Different terrible play. Now, okay. John Runyon, I can accept his flaws because he actually played pretty well as a six-rounder, but there was that play. He was turned around, and you mentioned that wasn't Quinn and Williams. So you're right. Because Quinn and Williams was destroying Elton Jenkins and Royce Newman on the other side on the same freaking play. Yep. Three-man rush, yep. Steph. So, Here, uh, so here's my question to you. How do we fix the offensive line? Do they move Elton Jenkins inside, which has been a lot of the talk? Do they play Zach Tom at right tackle? Do they play uh, Yash at right tackle? It seems like Bakhtiari is going over at left tackle now. Seems set in there. He's settling it. Yep. So, Royce Newman has to come out. He cannot be on the field anymore, it feels like. My and it thought, feels like yeah. Jenkins, maybe right tackle is not the answer for him. I don't know. My thought is more for Jen- Jenkins hasn't played well in the last couple of games. He did play well coming right back in, but last couple of games he has not. And I don't think it's as much of a right tackle thing as much as it is um, settling in after a terrible injury. Um, I think that's the biggest part of it. Even that being said, what I'm doing as an offensive coordinator is we're moving. Well, and I'll tell you what I'll do or what I would do. And I'll tell you why it's not happening yet. I'm moving Elton Jenkins, to left guard, Runyon back to right guard. Royce Newman's out. Um, Yash is playing right tackle. And Zach Tom is your flex He's your sixth man off the bench. And uh, the reason that hasn't happened yet is because Bakhtiari is still settling in. That might have been his last week of still, like, you know, 
doing a platoon duty. We'll see how slow they play it. But Yash is there to be that swing tackle. Yes. And once Bakhtiari is starting every play, I I think that happens. Like I think they know it's two weeks too late on for a line change, but I think they just wanted Bakhtiari to be fully healthy, playing every snap. Then we'll make a change. Left side is solid as hell from tackle to center. And then right tackle, put Mercedes Lewis over there every single play and yeah. figure it out. That's yeah. that's it, what I think it happens. It's also frustrating. There was another play with Royce Newman. It was a run play and where Quinnen just blew up Aaron Jones. And I think it was Which one. <laughs> I exactly, exactly. Left guard, uh left tackle back to you know, left to center. And then the right tackle, Jenkins, all went one way. I think they went left and Royce went right. I don't know if you saw this one as well. And just got totally destroyed by Quinnen because he went the wrong direction. And Quinnen just blew up the play. And then it had no chance. It's it's things like that where it, it, it it's comical, like you said, because of how terrible it is. But I, I, I get the Jenkins. Be. Exactly, exactly. That's just – that. That that's nothing. To, that's all mental, right there. That's just yeah. mental mistakes. Yeah. Uh, I I get the left guard thing because that's where Jenkins made his name, and that's where he kind of rose to prominence. Was when he played. Seth, left I guard. found your not to cut you off. I found your Quentin Quentin Williams highlight. Yeah, um, he's got plenty of. They got, them. They're they got all over the place. They wrote they uh, motion Mercedes Lewis to the right side, and and he stops. They're not even like stacked. C.J. Mosley's on the other side. And he just runs right through the guy, and it looks like it's actually he's you got running on him, and then you got the left right tackle puts a hand on him, but he just runs right through him. Yeah, Quentin Williams the next destroyed play. this game. He did the next place when they blocked the punt. Um, yeah, and I think this is the best Quentin Williams has ever played, and he's always been pretty good. He's but always he's been trending upwards. His, he's always yeah. been a stud. And now you couple the Packers' faults in the past two games with two of the fastest rising star defensive tackles in the game just made them look like all-stars. I think they're very good, but they were made to look a lot better than they probably actually even are. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even play Leonard Williams last week. Not at Former all. Former current giant Leonard Williams who yes. falls into this, you know, a similar vein as Quinton Williams, but I think Quentin Williams is a step better, but I get what you're saying. Last thing, Seth. I just you you were saying Jenkins the left guard, or you don't think so? I no, I agree. I like okay. that. I think I, the only thing there is, I think running has done a pretty good job at left guard. Um, but you need your best five out there, and Royce Newman is not part of that. So whatever it is to get him off he's, the field, he's probably seven or eight at this point. Yeah, absolutely, yes. And they took him out. They put in Jake Hansen. I don't get that either. Jake Hansen, of got, all people. He got injured right away, too. It's, yeah. Jeremy, real quick, we're already running over with this game, which I was afraid Sorry. of. I, it, it was, was, I know. It's, it's it hard. It's hard when it's Boys, just it's frustrating. Okay. I get real it. quick, I Jeremy, what do you have to I say? I just tried to get some quick notes. Um, yep. As you know, as you go through this, I mean, you guys said it. I personally don't think your right tackle's on the roster. I think you guys got to make a move. I would be, like, blowing up Philly, teams like that, where it's, like, Dillard sitting on that roster or something like that and trying to get somebody. Because I, I see Dillard's in trade rumors. Possibly. I, I really doubt he gets moved. He just came off of IR. I really doubt he gets moved. But Dillard 
is not your guy. I'm just using him as an example because Dillard, when he played right tackle, said that it's like trying to write with his left hand. He's just yeah. he's not that guy, right? Um, so I, if I'm Green Bay, I'm combing through rosters trying to get somebody because this isn't working and this is a mess to watch. And like as a player, as a guy that that watches a lot of football and has a ton of respect for the offensive line and loves to watch offensive and defensive line play, this is hard to watch. Like this is really hard to watch. And um, as a Packers fan, as a Jets fan, you love it. As a as a New York fan, you love it. Um, what I'll say is, y'all ain't gonna have Rodgers next year. He'll retire after this if it continues because this is he's bad. sick of it. Yeah. He's oh yeah, you know he's sick of it, and he shows it sometimes in games where he's just checked out. You can tell he's checked out at points. I will say, plus completely side, frustrated. Yeah, I get that. Plus side, he never really looked like that this game. No, like noticeably. Um, I knew this game was uh, this one. I was watching live. I knew this game was over when Brees Hall broke that touchdown. Nobody wanted to tackle that guy. Literally mm. just runs right. And now here's the next one, Michael Carter, right here. Just right yeah, down the sideline. Same thing. Here's Razul. Just touch him. Here, Campbell, just touch him. Amos trips him. Otherwise, he goes for a touchdown. The Berrios one, the return, the reverse. Michael Carter right here going with the the they're doing the Wildcat. It's just like nobody wants to tackle anybody. And now we go to the quarterback dive here, right? Now that's not Jalen Hurts, so he's not going to push it. That's the Eagles are gold crazy on that. It is unstoppable but when they do that. It is unstoppable. It's fourteen to fifteen right now. Like they're nuts. But then they kick the field goal. Now here's the thing: going into half, the Jets kicker missed the field goal. Otherwise, it'd have been six three. Um, and actually, we also had one blocked. So potential yes, for a six six there. Two blocked punts, two blocked kicks. I think right or two blocked punts, one blocked kick. Something. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, regardless, this is. This is what I see here, boys. Um, your yeah, offensive real, real quick, line, sum, sum up what you see, Mr. Your guys' offensive line is going to retire Rodgers if it doesn't get corrected quickly. Um, You're not that, guy's hate, that guy's going to hate Green Bay. Um, I, like I said, I don't think the fix is on the roster. That's just my opinion. Um, trade deadline's coming up. Make a move. I mean, the Eagles are already talking about making moves. If you're a smart team, you try to make moves, right? That's what happens. Um, you mean like get Robbie Anderson? Anything. I don't care what it is. Just sorry, that one really tackle. that one hurts a lot. Well, Deshaun Jackson just signed with the Ravens too, so there you go. You I'd guys rather have Robbie, but yeah, that one hurts too. Robbie Robbie Anderson doesn't block, so he doesn't block guys that right tackle. So I wouldn't worry about that one um, because you know what, <laughs> Robbie Anderson doesn't catch that Dobbs pass that Rogers just missed. And then when they go right to the sideline and they show LaFleur, you could read it on LaFleur's face like, how did he miss that that throw? You guys remember the throw I'm talking wide about? Wide open. The yeah. one that like wide wide off open. His, the right tip open. of his hand? Didn't touch his hand. Didn't touch his hand. Just watch it. There's a different it. one. Trust it, me. Oh, different Dobbs, one? Dobbs. Oh, there's nobody else. I think the thumb injury kind of did affect him. Like, even the deep balls, like, most of them were off, except for the yep. one Lazard touchdown. I was just going to say, that's the next place I was going to go to. The funny thing about it, Seth, is the one over Dobbs is a clean pocket. But he just misses him. No safety over top. He's got his man beat. Rodgers overthrows him. It almost, to me, Owen, because you remember this, it almost looked like he tried to put too much touch on it. And yeah. then just missed. It's what it, it looked like, which... You expect better out of Rodgers. Um, right before that was actually so Dylan had the fumble. You guys got to stop. Then Rodgers misses him. 
but it's like at this point in the game, you're like, holy shit, they're in Rodgers' face constantly. And looking at it, seeing that they only got four sacks blows my mind. It feels like they should have had 10 because um, they were in his face so much. And then Jets missed the kick with 30 seconds left. You guys hit a kick. You guys squeak in 3-3. Berrios has the reverse for a touchdown. Lazard back shoulder touchdown. Looks like it's going to be good. And then Brees Hall yep. breaks that touchdown. And that's when I was like, this game's over. Nobody wants to tackle anybody. So what I will say, a right tackle helps a lot, but it doesn't change your guys' season because your guys' defense looked terrible. Terrible. It didn't look like anybody wanted to tackle anyone. The the reason why I'm optimistic right now is they have a lot of talented players who are playing way below their talent level. Like – uh, I can't remember who it was, came out and like showed the PFF grades different from last year to this year so far. And Rodgers is down, Jenkins is down, Campbell is down, uh, Clark is down. Uh, a few other big-name players are down. I think Gary the... was like the only one that's like staying. Yeah. Rashawn and one of your guys' safeties are the ones I, playing up right now. Amos right. probably. I, I would assume Jones is probably very similar, except he's just not getting the touches, but when he exactly. does – um, I, they're not going to stay at that level that they're playing right now. You, I have to believe that they're going to elevate their game and play to what they've been playing at for m- multiple years now. I guess that's where I'm optimistic. I think they need to make changes on the offense and whatever that looks like, simplify or not. If anybody knows what that means, I don't know. They don't. <laughs> but I think that's the biggest thing. It just – the chemistry between Rodgers and the receivers is not there other than maybe Lazard and Tanya. Wasn't there two weeks ago with Lazard either, though. I, I would say, I think, to sum up what needs to happen to attempt to save the season, I'm not as committed to him turning around as you are. Um, I think you guys can make the playoffs. But you're I have be, to be, Jeremy. I have to be. I, hey, I get it. I get it. I get it. Not everybody can be 6-0 and right now. But um, this this is uh, – Right now. I would say, hey, we got a bye week, so we're going to the bye undefeated. No one else is doing it. So you guys need a right tackle. Go make a move for a right tackle. Now, that's something that Green Bay's not really known for is making moves, right? But try to save your season. Like, this might be your last go-around with Rodgers. Try to save the damn season. Go make a move for a right tackle. Go get – I mean, make a big move. Try to get somebody good. And, I mean, you sit here and you're looking at – clearly Carolina is willing to move players after firing their coach, Rule. Who's who's a good offensive lineman on their team? Go, go make a move for somebody, right? There's got to be somebody worthwhile there, right? And then the next thing is – oh, and I can't tell if he froze. Just blink twice quick. He's froze. Here's the other thing I'll say, Seth. Here's the other thing I'll say. I don't know if you guys is, your guys' defensive coordinator is the guy anymore. Barry? Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't I they were they played so well last year. And then the first couple of weeks they even played well. And uh the last couple it's been totally different. So I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Barry, I don't know if it's the players on the defense, it's the scheme. Things need to change there as well. All right. I think <laughs> we spent enough time. No, I, I just fun. wanted to make that comment because like you can see why the offense isn't working when you watch that offensive line fall apart, you know? And then, because it's like, hey, Rodgers is missing, guys. But offensive line plays so important to make a play go through because everything's 
time, chemistry, so on and so forth. But your guys' defense is just – you're not even beat up. You guys just look like shit, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not pretty right now. Uh, but I have, faith, I have to have faith they'll turn it around. All right, I think we need to jump to some other games. Let's jump so, to Philly and Dallas quick, and then we'll see how many other games we can get through. Seth, today. just because we don't have our third man right now, let's do another game, then let's come back to Philly-Dallas. All right. I will save the next game as well. I'll save Chiefs-Bills because I know okay. he'll want it. Let's do. Let, let's go to the other New York team. Why don't we? Giants-Ravens. And it looked like Baltimore was going to take this game. Good. And then New York in the fourth quarter played almost flawlessly, especially that defense and what they did. Uh, yeah, they, they scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, especially at the end there to, to steal that win. Um, Giants are five and one. We're talking about these New York teams. Are they, are the Giants for real? We know Baltimore is a good quality team. They beat we the Packers and we they Go beat ahead. the Packers in Baltimore the last two weeks to become five and one. I gave behind your undefeated Eagles. What do I I guess well, well what do we think about both these teams, but especially the Giants who nobody thought would be five and one, especially, but Brian Dayball has totally turned that team around. And Saquon is back. Saquon is back to doing what he was doing his rookie in his second year. I think um, I have all the respect in the world for Dable. Um, like, he looks like he's the real deal. Like, that guy is coaching up that New York team quite a bit. They've got talent. I mean, Danny Dimes is not not terrible. Um, Saquon, I mean, if you can He made Saquon some big-time throws. On oh, yeah, he looked great. And that's the thing, too, is the guy's got – he's got the talent. It's just making sure it all comes together up top, you know? You got – you got receivers. You got Saquon. Saquon makes the whole offensive go. I mean, they've been drafting early. Them and the Jets. You've been drafting in the top ten for the last how many fucking years? <laughs> Finally, put it together. Go get your coach. Go put it together. And it's looking like both of them probably have that a little bit. I. It's a little early, but I I like Dable. I really do. I really yeah. do like him. I think that is more scary to me than the Dallas defense. That's just me when it comes to the East. Um, as far as this game goes, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, you have, you have the Ravens winning this at one point, uh, 13 to 10, right? And I think they're yes. actually up 20 to 10 at one point. I think they were 20 to 10 going into the fourth quarter and that's when yep. the Giants pulled it out or right, right early in the fourth quarter. And then they just fell apart. The, the Ravens can't finish games, man. Um, it's kind of getting to the point where it's, yeah. I, I love me some Lamar, don't get me wrong. Um, but what the hell? Like close all out three, a game. Go ahead. I was gonna say all three of their losses, they had the lead in at one point going into the second half and they they couldn't close it. Well, the stat, what was it two weeks ago where it was like uh Baltimore had only not had the lead for I think six six seconds or something. Great, some stupid stat like that where it felt like old school, like when the Lions were losing games by three, three to five points, you know. But what blows yeah. me away is not being able to close these games with one of the better running offense in the league. Um, you have the the best running quarterback in the league, right? At least the biggest threat of a running quarterback. You got yes. Kenny and Drake going for 120 yards on 10 carries. Like, 
what the hell's going on here? Like, run run out the clock. Um, you got Mark Andrews, who Owen said it a couple weeks ago. I still think it. I think he's probably one of the best tight ends, if not the best tight end, all the way around. Maybe not just the best outright receiving threat, but all the way around. But it just baffles me that they just can't close out these games. And, like, Seth Saquon didn't have a great game, but he didn't have a bad game. He had the touchdown. He had 83 yards, but he was averaging just shy of four yards of carry, which yes. isn't terrible, yeah. but it's not great, right? Danny Dimes was ultimately, like, who kind of kept this going. But, I mean, they sacked him four times. But, man, like, that Lamar pick was big. That's for sure. But he, was, you lose- he was clutch in the fourth quarter, Danny was, which made the difference for them. No, for sure. And, you know, the thing about it, too, is Lamar also had two fumbles, one one lost. But um, when you lose the turnover battle like that, you lose games, you know. And Lamar's accountable for three – well, two turnovers technically because they got the one back. But, man, just close out a game, right? Right, Owen? you got to close out games if you're Baltimore. Welcome yeah. back, Mr. Benson. That's exactly what I would have said. you gotta, you got to close out your games. I mean, obvious. Or your tabs. About? Talking about the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, how they don't have a closer anymore. Uh, no, we're talking Giants-Ravens here. We're going to sum this up and then jump back to the Eagles-Cowboys. Uh, and any any thoughts, notes on the Giants-Ravens game? Jeremy and I talked about it, how Ravens, all three of their games, all three of their losses, they've had the lead in the fourth quarter, third or fourth. But Giants come Wait, back. So, uh, any, anyways, thoughts on this game? Any thoughts? You skip the Bills Chiefs just to go to the Giants Ravens. Uh, well, we wanted the Bills and Chiefs. We wanted to wait for you. We we're trying to save you the good games, man. Okay, that's fair. That's good. That's good of you guys. Uh, just give me a second. I'm. I had to. I literally had to uh, swap computers. I uh, brought out my my old, not my old, but you know, older gaming laptop because. Yeah, that was the first time. My work laptop just completely froze. Are you also like, in a different room? No. No, it's just oh, this is a different angle. My web no, my webcam's just better, I think, on just on this one. Um, oh. I, that was the face you seen. I was looking down in anger, just waiting for it to, you know, the connection to restore. And it didn't. And nothing like I'd see my own my own face was frozen. I thought I was having a stroke. Like I thought it was like dead for a second. I was like, what is going on? Am I oh, and when you listen to this back and you hear me say blink twice, if you hear me. Yeah. Um, just know I meant that with love. Okay. With, you know, you were concerned about me. I, I, would, I was worried. Uh, Giants Ravens. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what was already said, but holy crap, have the Ravens turned into the uh, mid 2010s chargers. Uh, they just. Oh, I want lions. I want lions. Oh, you want the lions? Yeah. <laughs> Same Both thing. Work. Both same work. shit like it they just find they're finding ways to lose games like it starts out always does lamar looks unstoppable everything looks great Kenyon drake was the star of the game right did i have that wrong i was like i see that it, too i seen him running i was like am i watching the right game um yeah he went crazy and then sure enough uh even with daniel jones at quarterback the um the <laughs> Hey, what don't disrespect joke? the five and one quarterback right now. No, I I respect the five and one Giants, but Daniel Jones at quarterback is kind of the same thing with the Zach Wilson issue, where it's like I just don't see them winning big games. But I guess you could say this was a big game. 
again, I would think it was more of a Ravens shot themselves in the foot, though. That was my thought. Yeah. I got two things. Oh, okay. I got one thing to add. Oh, yep. I got one thing to add. Did you guys catch at that uh, the kick return? Tucker kicks it off to the uh, to the Giants, and then you get the weird camera rotating. Didn't catch it. It's like it's literally shifting like this to where like the field looks like it's rocking back and forth. All I know is if you're watching that drunk, you are vomiting right there. Um, <laughs> there, my, uh, there it is, right there. My second thing, Owen, is Danny Dimes for real? Like, is he a franchise guy that you can go with, or do you no, have to replace him? Hundred percent not. But you know, I don't know how they go away from him. Whoa. He's not. There's no way. There's not a chance. But there's no way they can go away from. Well, I should say there. There's no way they will go away from them, from him, uh, if they're winning games like this. Because that just it feels asinine oh, and- to go thirteen and three, and then get rid of Daniel Jones. I think they should. It's kind of the Derek Carr situation, but Seth, get him. Seth, get him. Well, first off, I thought he made some pretty. I thought he made a couple clutch throws in this game in the fourth quarter that took it. And close it out for them. But you just mentioned, say they go 13-3, and three, and Danny is a part of that, and he leads them to the playoffs. Those they two L's move. come into Philly, but anyways. Uh, they can't They can't move on from, from him. Right? You definitely can. No, you definitely can, I think. Um, I will say this. Seth, if it's working, why would you change it? I lean a little bit of staying with him. I do lean that way. I'm also a Giants hater, but he's been impressive. Like, he seems to make the big play when they need it. You know what I mean? Um, which is weird because, like, the dude is kind of the laughing stock of the league for a while. But when you sit and think about quarterback play, like, would I rather have Daniel Jones or there's just a lot of dudes out there that are talented? but don't make the big throws when you need them. And Daniel Jones is. Now, could you move on from him after going 13-3 and three and, say, losing in the first round of the playoffs? Absolutely. We see, we've seen teams do it before, you know? I mean, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl in Baltimore, and then he was gone the next year, you know? So, yes, it could happen. I would say with the quarterback draft class that's coming up, maybe they will. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I just – I think if, if he plays well for the rest of the year and plays well like he has, I think he's played overall. He's played good quarterback. Uh, yeah. I, quarterback I, I think it would be hard to move on from him. But if we don't have anything else for this game, we got to keep her moving. Let's go talk about some real good quarterback play in Philadelphia. Get me there, Seth. Oh, and Dallas, right? No, nope, bad quarterback play out of Dallas. But get me there, Seth. Uh, anyways, yes. Uh, let's stay in the East. Uh, and a primetime NFC East matchup Sunday night between Cooper Rush and Jalen Hurts. And man, do they put the hurt on Cooper? That's for sure. Hurt season. Uh, Philly stays undefeated by taking down the Cowboys Sunday night. Undefeated, Jeremy. Thank you. Don't make me say it again. What's undefeated. That? How's that? Six and zero. The only undefeated team left in the league. Twenty six seventeen. You know Dallas tried to make this a game in the fourth quarter, but Philly just wouldn't let it happen. Uh, with that touchdown later, that kind of cemented it. 
And then Cooper, how many? He threw what? Two, three picks? Something three like picks. that. Three, three picks. picks. Yep. Uh, which you know, when you turn the ball over three times, three interceptions, that's really gonna hurt. Um, but Jeremy, I'll give you the floor. No, no, you guys go first. I want to hear it. You guys go first. I got right. one back. Well, I I don't have I don't have a lot just because I want to try to get to a few other games before we run out of time. But anyways, I I mean. I just would have loved to seen Dak in this game. I think Dak would have made. I think Dak would have made a difference. Cooper has looked good, but Dak. I, I I've said this a couple of weeks ago. Dak is going to turn this offense around and and just elevate it even more. And I think Sunday night showed it. Now Eagles. I mean, you know, you guys are a complete team right now, and that defense is dominating. We are not Micah, a complete team. Our special teams has got some issues, but continue. All right. Well, anyways, other than special teams, I don't want to hear about special teams play right now, Jeremy. Um, you know, Micah my, Micah was disruptive again, at least on Dallas side. But you know, Micah was disruptive. I yeah. I mean, I I didn't catch all the game. I didn't watch all the game, but some of it I did watch. You know, he was in the backfield a few times. He wasn't as disruptive as he w- was in the past, but he still made some plays. He still made his presence known, at least. Okay. Um, but, you know, Eagles are the class of the NFC right now. And, you know, I guess take it for what it is at this point. With, a, I think, a weak NFC, a very weak NFC other than Philly, who's 6-0. It's funny that pretty much the top three teams in the NFC right now are all out of the East. With New York, the Giants at 5-1, Dallas 4-2, and, and Philly 6-0. Which two years ago was a laughing stock division is now record wise has the three best teams. Which is it's 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 a little little uh ironic. A little irony. To say the least. A little the irony NFC. right in there. Least the beast. It flops least. every year. Yeah, true. Oh, Jeremy, correct me if I have this wrong. Did it feel like um the Eagles just decided not to block Mike Parsons like a lot of the time, and then just kind of ran away from him. So time off. I need to correct what Seth said here. Okay. Micah Parsons literally did nothing while Lane was on the field. Nothing. I don't even I think mean, he had a I can't find the stat right now, but I thought I screenshotted it, but I must have done it on my tablet. Um, he was locked up while Lane was on the field. Now, Owen, what happened was Lane came off the field, Jack Driscoll came in to play right tackle. And then, yes, Jack Driscoll is not the athlete that Micah Parsons or Lane Johnson is, right? He's just not. Right. He's Jack Driscoll. He's a backup He's a backup swing tackle. But real quickly, Nick Sirianni and Shane Stryken, being the coaches they are, Nick Sirianni, probably, probably the lead candidate for coach of the year. Um, they go, hey, Micah's getting some pressure. Let's run it down these motherfuckers' throats. And then that is when the announcer makes the comment about, Coming right down to your throat behind Dickerson. You know what? <laughs> That's how you anyways, do it. We love Chris Collinsworth. But continue on. Um, so I thought it was an interesting um, game plan, but it worked because Mike Parsons was, like you said, kind of a non-factor for most of it. Um, I would, And then we talked about those fourth down – you know, fourth and shorts, like the, it, no one, I don't know, you know what's coming and you just, I don't know. I don't know how you stop, stop it. it. I really don't. Um, 
Because no no other quarterback is like that willing to get his head down. Brady and the Pats used to do it in the early to late two thousand or twenty yeah. yeah, yeah, but not even close to this. If like it was effective, but it wasn't like this. You know what I mean? Like he's it was getting effect. it was it was still pretty like crazy effective when Brady used to do it because it's like Brady six four. He just reach over the line. He, you know, he, he, yeah, but that's the thing with Jalen is like they push like on fourth yeah. and one they get three four yards on just yeah. a push straight up the middle. Like that's how crazy it is. Jalen's a man. He's an animal, bro. He, he he's a dude. Six hundred seven hundred pounds. Okay. He did that's that it. once in college. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he did that one time in college. <laughs> Otherwise, um, you know, it was a nice little experiment the Cowboys had with uh, the Cooper Rush. They didn't. They, you know, what was it? Three and one, four and one that they ended under the Cooper yep. Rush. I think so. Experiment. When you do, when you do his all of his starts, uh, he's yeah. five and one. But yeah, four and one this year with him. Got it. So, I mean, but it looks like Dak's starting next week. Uh, I think all signs point to him. I think it was pretty much confirmed, I thought, I read. So, you know, I don't hold too much against the Cowboys on this one. They almost blew – or Eagles almost blew the cover, um, which would have been crazy. You know, good, great teams cover, Jeremy. That's what we all know. So, now the Eagles are a great team again. Um, But, yeah, I mean – there's nothing really telling me the Eagles are slowing down. So go ahead. Uh, yep. As he, oh, oh, hit, uh, you can yell that maybe. Uh oh. No. Um, so this <laughs> is just, um, she heard my comment about the whole whatever I was when I was yelling. Um, so God, Seth, it's killing me that I can't find that damn lane stat right now. I could have swore I, I screenshotted it right now, but. It, Anyways, because I can't find the damn thing. Um, first things first. The way we just come right out and got up on him 17 nothing, is huge, right? Like, just pedal to the metal. I mean, going at halftime, 20-3. to three, And then Dallas gets the third quarter touchdown, and then we, we both score in the fourth, right? Now... The thing about the team right now, and I don't like doing this, but there's people comparing them to 2017. The thing, the difference between us and 2017 right now is this is more sustainable than 2017. 2017, everything clicked right. Like Patrick Robinson, who's like a forgotten man the year before, clicked. Rodney McLeod blew up. Jenkins had another great year. Uh, Brandon Brooks didn't get hurt. Jason Peters gets hurt. Halapuli Vitae comes in plays like an all pro tackle like that it wasn't sustainable what we're doing this year is sustainable like miles having miles had a very big game i mean it's kind of similar to saquon's where it's like you're averaging just shy of four yards to carry 71 yards a touchdown but it was tough running like very very tough running and he had a couple of big runs and then the touchdown obviously um aj brown gets five catches devonta smith gets five catches uh dallas gets two big catches uh jack stoll has the big run after the catch uh quez and miles both get a catch uh you got a touchdown both with aj and devonta the devonta touchdown honestly both of them are like great great play calls by shane striken um bull actually funny enough the aj one came early in the game where they pinned micah in a bad situation and he's standing there and he's got Jalen, I mean, realistically, as you're thinking, as like a defensive end, dead to rights, and Jalen just throws it right by him. 
AJ Brown had to catch, of course, touchdown, right? Ends up breaking a couple of tackles because he's he's a big receiver, right? The Devonta one, RPO, Jalen runs out to the edge right over the top. Nobody's even covering him, right? And it's just so many different things with this offense, and it makes it so hard to to stop them, right? But as far as Dallas goes, there's a couple of th- things I want to say about them, and then I'll come back to the Eagles defense. A, I think all the way around they're overrated. I think this offense, Dak doesn't worry me. The defense is great, don't get me wrong. But the thing about it is seeing the way Trayvon Diggs was like having a fit, that's bad. Especially with a coach like Mike McCarthy, who's not really known for gelling locker rooms, right? I think that's a problem. Was he going to smash another watermelon, right? Oh, but anyways, or maybe a pumpkin this time of the year. But um, I mean, he was Tr- Trayvon Diggs was a non-factor. Michael was a non-factor until Lane went down, and it was just really a whole lot of nothing. Um, you know, I watch these games as an Eagle fan, and there's never a point in these games where I'm like worried. You know, like as I got the highlights going here, Zeke gets the touchdown run. But I'm not worried. You know, we're still up 20 to 10. Um, I will say uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Micah, and uh, Micah, they didn't have bad games. But I don't know. You know, when you finally run into a buzzsaw, you know, it changes the game. Um, C.J. Gardner-Johnson had two picks. Darius had the other one. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, though, coming up big, he actually left after the first pick. couple, like uh, – probably a quarter later with a hand injury and it looked bad. Like it actually looked like he might've broke his hand uh, the way he was reacting to it. And then he comes back in with a, a cast thing on and gets another pick. And it all comes off of, of course, the man himself, Brandon Graham, big hit on Cooper rush. Hassan Reddick, big game. He was constantly getting pressure. Uh, he had two QB hits. Graham had the big hit that led to the pick. Javon Hargrave got a big hit. Um, like I said, CJ had the pick. Uh, TJ Edwards, 14 tackles. Like these guys are just, covering it up not at any point did we look like we were getting beat on any side of the ball um it's just impressive to watch and uh the one thing that's going to be really impressive is to see how how he keeps all these guys because there's a lot of one-year deals <laughs> uh because you're white uh cj i mean a lot of these guys that got to get signed the only like mildly concerning thing is um so Kayvon walls had to come in for cj when he went down with the hand injury Kayvon Wallace looked like a liability in the field, right? Jack Driscoll's got to come in for lane. Looked like a liability, but not everybody's Michael Parsons, right? Not everybody can just bend the edge like that. But I would say at the at the deadline, Dillard just got back, so I'm not so much worried about it. But I maybe go get a backup safety because, I mean, Kayvon looked not fitted for the field. Um, and, I mean, our question – go ahead. Not – but um no and the other thing i'll say is man the special teams like that turn up he i'm surprised he didn't break one like it it kept on looking like he was gonna break one for the cowboys and i mean we just look like we don't have any like spark back there returning it um and our punters just kind of a liability too like if i'm howie in the bye week i'm going and trading for some i'm gonna go get the three best special teamers in the league right now i'm gonna just give up Give up a four, give up a five. I don't fucking care. Give up a three. If I you don't think Bill like, will get rid of those guys. If you can go get a backup safety slash really good punt returner, I'm giving up a two or a three right now just to complete this roster. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just Jalen continues this tear. And, you know, Seth, you didn't like it earlier in the year when I said it, but the stats are never going to tell the complete story. 
15 for 25, 155, six, or two touchdowns. Rating of 104.6. It's never going to tell the complete story. But here's the thing. Not it's super work. pretty, but it got the job done. That's all it needs. Hey, as long as it's a W, it doesn't matter. This is the thing is, like, this game really showed it, though. Like, we don't beat ourselves. We don't we don't lose on plays. Um, even like Jack Driscoll coming and he played fine. It was just like Micah was getting a little bit more pressure, but Hey, we can change and we can run the ball. And then Jack Driscoll's beating him up and we're closing off the game. My, uh, we're doing these RPO pass options with Jalen. They're turning into touchdowns with AJ and Devonta. And I mean, it's just like, we're, it's almost like, I'm not going to ever call it unfair because it's the NFL, but it's just wild how well Shane Stryken is coaching this offense up because we can beat you in so many different ways. And then the one thing I'll say about the defense, this I got to pull up because this is a hell of a stat. So the Eagles are the best in the league. We are the best turnover differential right now. Also, we have given up as many touchdowns as we've got turnovers with 12. It's either 12 or 14. So literally, we're going to get a pick, a fumble, or something like that for every touchdown we give up. That is a hella winning way right now. And I, I feel like this this defense is not getting as much credit as it deserves right now. But just seeing the way that these uh, these additions are panning out, like A.J. Brown, look, one of the best receivers in the league. James Bradbury, I mean, if we don't bring him back next year, he's going to have number one corner money for sure. Um, Son Reddick playing out his mind. CJ Gardner Johnson, two picks this week, probably going to get defensive player of the week, which will be one guy for every single week for us. Jordan Davis had a Jordan Davis had a monstrous game actually too. Kazir White, I mean, actually Kazir White was he was a uh, Mike one of these recent games, and he calls Nicobe Dean Codeine. I'm like that's one of the most badass nicknames in the league. But anyways. And then on top of this all, guys, we got the Saints first round pick, which is looking like it's going to be the fifth or sixth overall pick right now. Our, Saints, quarterback yeah. situation, our quarterback situation looks like it's pretty damn well locked up. We are young. Miles is young. AJ's young. Devonta's young. Dallas Scott is young. The offensive line, other than Lane's got a few more years. Jason Kelsey's not young, but we got the backup. The defense is young. We just got to sign some of these guys, you know, long term. But it's like, damn, man. Like, it's fun to watch. That's what I'll say. It's real fun to watch. And um, I, I, I see these PFF rankings and everything. And I see these things post on Twitter about the best players at each position every week. And it's just hard not to make an argument for what every single person. Like AJ Brown is a top five receiver. Miles Sanders is a top 10 running back. Jalen Louise plays a top five quarterback. You know, the offensive line, top three line. The defense is a top, in my opinion, a top three defense right now. The special teams is the only thing where it gets quirky. We need to shake it up there, but. You're going to draft a special teamer with the top five overall? No. Hey. We're going to make a trade on the bye week for sure, I feel like. Um, I'd bring back Dicker, the kicker, and put him at punter, but um, because apparently punts too. But on top of it, it's like Shane striking. Like, he's looking like just putting together hell of game plans. Uh, Gannon has looked a lot better in the past couple of weeks. And then Nick Sirianni, I mean, he's got to be on the short list for coach of the year right now. What was it? He's like uh... – we won fuck you or something like that. At the so, end okay, of the game. Owen, that's what I was going to finish this whole thing with. <laughs> yeah, let, let wrap it up there, Jeremy. Wrap it up there. You're, no, you're good. I, that's what I was going to finish up with. So it was shortly after the whole um, 
So you got Jason Kelsey just finishing the block, right? It's not a dirty player or anything like that. He's just finishing the block. No, he, he, he did throw an extra shove in or whatever. But, it, I mean, it's not – it's within it's the game. It's not a dirty play. I don't no, think. It's no. Just, it's in the play of the game. Jordan Mailata, after the game, on what he thought about when the Cowboys took a cheap shot <laughs> at Kelsey, he said, I saw red. I yeah. saw red. I, I'm surprised it didn't blow up. But guess what? It's going to make the next one that much sweeter. Then you got my boy, Nick Sirianni, right here. He says, that's game, fuck you. That's right. And then on his way out of the stadium, they got him running down the hallway, and he goes, how about them Eagles? Yep. I'm going to tell you something. This guy might be my favorite Eagles coach of my lifetime. Like, he is, this dude's like through and through Philly, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I love Big Red. Andy Reid will always have a soft spot. Doug will always have a spot, soft spot because he obviously won the only Super Bowl for us. Chip Kelly, that guy can rot in hell. Um, <laughs> and then, there, you know, you've had coordinators throughout the years, Howard Mudds, you know, certain guys like that. We got the best offensive line coach right now. I don't know if you guys seen that with uh, Malato when he said his university. No. He said the offensive – I'm blanking on his name right now. But he said the offensive line coach's name, university. Ah. And, uh, I mean, one of the best – coordinators in the league but are not coordinators but position coaches in the league but it's just like man just to watch this whole thing gel is you love it you love it Seth yeah uh it's it, you're flying high right now that's for sure that's we for sure over it in Philly land all right we're running low on time so we got one game left and that is going to be Chiefs Bills Chiefs Bills Owen that's all we got time for. We'll we'll try to do better next week, as we say every week. But let's end it with Chiefs Bills. That was our prime time, non-prime time, prime time game. Our Sunday afternoon slate. And what a game it was. It was. It was the only wow. thing that really cheered me up, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. I watched, I sat and watched most of this game because I, I kind of felt what you were feeling. I Really wasn't in the mood to do too much more. And I wanted no. to watch this game anyways because For sure. and uh and what a game it was. Uh Buffalo takes it 24 to 20 after a, a thriller, another thriller. And um I, I Eagles are six and all, I get it. But to me, these are the two best teams in the league. The two best. Okay. I right. uh, to me they might be. Could I, the I four just, and two Chiefs hard... be, be higher in your rankings than the six and zero Eagles? They could be. I'm not saying they are, but I'm saying they could be. If your name's Jeremy, they could. Be. <laughs> I think if your name's Jeremy, they will be. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Any just we don't have a lot of time. We're we're running short here. But any just kind of quick thoughts on this game. Absolutely. This, this was a, a great game. Josh Allen, MVP, doing MVP things. Huge touchdown strikes to Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, all while facing the blitz. Definitely at the beginning of this game, like it, it felt like a heavyweight boxer. Well, not a heavyweight. It felt like more of a middleweight boxing, boxing match where they were kind of feeling each other out. You know, they traded some strikes yep. with nothing, not a ton of movement. And then uh, once you know it, Second quarter, the Bills, much like uh, former face of the franchise, O.J. Simpson, the Bills strike first. The juice was loose. Is that what you're trying to say, Owen? 
<laughs> no, I think he was trying to say that they struck first. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> just, just just let that one marinate. Oh, that one. Seth, you need to like add some horror mu- music right there when he says that. I think I'm gonna stay away from that one. Ay, ay, ay. Huge, huge revenge win, obviously. Um, you love to see it. And Von Miller continues to look like his former defensive player of the year self. Crazy. Buffalo GM now looks like the best GM in the world just because of that one sign. Like it felt like, and I'm not sure, I can't remember how many other teams were actually in on that conversation in the offseason, but um, I mean, that man continues to make plays and not the least of which his pressure forcing Patty Mahomes who look great still the entire game uh, into that kind of dumb interception. I get, you know, yes. it's one of those few dumb plays that he, that he makes, but um, it felt like he could have played a lot safer there. I don't know if he's trying to do too much, but um, yeah, bills are, they're a wagon and nobody circles the wagons. Like the Buffalo Bills. Well, nobody strikes first. Jeremy, Anyways. real quick, real quick. I just, you know, real quick thoughts. I gotta, I gotta tame that horse a little bit, but real quick so, thoughts. Uh, the one I the like actually the one comment that I want to make about this game is Tony Romo is fucking Nostradamus. Did you guys see that comment? 2420. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is like a 2420 type of game. And then bang, here we go. It's 2420. That guy is like the goat announcer already. Like he's really something else. He's he's will, probably my favorite. He's my he's, he's, he's real quickly person I listen to the most. If he wouldn't have played in Dallas, um, he already would be. But he he's, he'll get there. Um, he's a Wisco boy though, Jeremy. He's a Wisco boy. But he still played for Dallas. Um, so he never did anything for Dallas because they haven't done anything in years. So I guess it doesn't hurt that much. So hey. Josh, Josh, because Cowboys haven't done anything since what. 95. There's like um, four jabs in there in rapid succession. <laughs> the Cowboys haven't done anything since Owen was born, all right? So now what I'm saying is Josh Allen in the last three meetings against the Chiefs has thrown for 300-plus yards, three three touchdowns, and zero picks every single time. That is nuts. And when i seen that pop up, the last guy to ever do that to the Chiefs is one of the top five best quarterbacks of all time, Peyton Manning. And it's just like – to already be in company like that is mind-boggling. But on top of it, he's jumping motherfuckers out there, right? He said he's got a massive bruise on his ass or something like that after that after that play. But, like, could you imagine him seeing Peyton Manning run down the field and jump a guy? You know? Uh, Josh Allen is the same uh, size Can Ma- Peyton Manning jump? Right. Josh oh, yeah. Allen is the same size that as him and doing these things. Like, I, I guess my only worry is – can this run game keep it up? And, and well, wow, here we go. Can uh, can this run game keep it up? I, we know Josh Allen can do this. We know Stephon Diggs can do this. We know Gabe Davis can show up for a couple of plays a game. We know Dawson Knox can show up for a couple of plays a game. Um, but can the run game keep it going? Now, Owen Owen already you know re, he already alluded to it, but Von Miller's completely got this defense looking different. You know, um, I think he made the comment about he, how he didn't know who was in on the Von Miller sweepstakes this offseason. It pretty much sounded like it was the Rams, the Bills, and then Denver. That's what yeah, it kind of sounded I think it was those three. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Um, but it's just wild to see 
man, does he have this defense playing different, just totally different. And I mean, they had nine quarterback hits. They had three sacks, four tackles for a loss. You know, they're just, they're in your face. And I mean, it starts with Von Miller. I mean, he's got two sacks, two tackles for a loss and two QB hits, obviously. He, but he, two sacks, but. he uh, has definitely, um, I mean, which was already a, a top tier defense. He's just elevated right. it that much more. And it's just crazy what both sides of the ball are doing. I, your Eagles are six and all. They're very good. I, to me, this is the most complete team in the league. What I will say, what I will say, and then and then we got to move on. Well, yep. No, I just want to make. I want to jump back in, but we, then we got to do top five. I will say one more thing about the Bills. I want one thing about the Chiefs, and then we're good. Um, Von Miller is literally like what I said. The Bills, the Bills needed all last year is you need a pass rusher to show up. And they just never had it all last year. And then what do you know? Here comes Von Miller. And then you get one that does it, and the whole thing comes around, right? But it's just mind-boggling to see one guy make that change. It's giving me yes. a whole new respect for Von Miller. Now, as far as the Chiefs, real quick, um, I think they got to get that run game figured out because it reminds me of, like I have said last week or the week before, early 2000s Andy Reid. And it's like at times where you have no run game, Turns into a nightmare. You can have they can have four guys throw show up for hundred yards receiving, you know, with Juju, Travis, Kelsey, but it ain't gonna matter if you can't control the clock, right? And obviously Patrick Mahomes throwing two picks does not help. Um, but no. No, I just think it's wild to watch Von Miller just change that defense for the Bills. But this is probably, you know, a look ahead at the playoffs for the for Oh, the absolutely. And we can only hope. We can only hope. Absolutely. Right. All right. That is the top, top, wow, fastest ah. 60 minutes. And we, I promise, we'll do better to get to some more games because there was, there was a few more games to, that I wanted to get to, but we just don't have the time. I agree. Um, but I won't yell about the Packers as much. I usually don't, but I had to get my, my thoughts. Yeah, it, it's just been an ugly couple weeks, man. You know, we just want to see it better. Uh, yeah. Okay, anyways, it is time. For our weekly top five A and B, we're going to run through this real quick. Let's just throw them off here because I want to get to Jeremy's piece. I want to get to Jeremy's segment. Can't wait for it. We do that first. I think, you do that I, first? I think we 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 could. Then we could. Jeremy can rattle his rankings off, and then he can leave, and then we can finish up, Seth. All right. Yeah. Let me time out. I think I accidentally just deleted my rankings. I'm trying to find them real quick. Oh, boy. <laughs> but continue. Go, keep going. Keep talking. So, talk. so, okay. Yeah, I mean, so, so, all right. We're changing up a little bit. That's all right. You know, I'm. we're used to this. <laughs> we're going to jump into Jeremy's new segment. He, he's been wanting to do this for a couple weeks now, and he's been throwing it off on pre-pod and post-pods and stuff. Right? And then he's like, you know what? Let, let's throw it onto the pod. And I'm like, Sure, Jeremy. Jeremy, you need the spotlight once in a while too. So, got them right. Without further ado, <laughs> the first edition of Jeremy's jersey of the week, the the JJW segment, uh, formerly was the Jeremy's uniform nope. of the week. No, nope. no, nope. but due bad. to acronym. Um, not thinking that one through, we had to change it to something a little bit better. JJW, yes, for all the oh, it's, it's like a law firm. We, oh, and 
Don't say we had to fix that. I think we, we as a collective uh, definitely agreed on the term, but we're overruled uh, by, you know, kind of just moral standards in the end of it. So, yeah, All I right. had to uh, execute a decision. I had to, I had to nix that one. It was, it was point. actually all Jeremy's idea, but we did. We did. Oh, was. okay. Seth had a, Seth had a, okay. Seth had a step in his mind. Um, Anyways, Jeremy, Jersey of the Week, you know, they have all these, uh, you know, all the different uh, alternative jerseys and things like that. You, you're a fan of them. You're going to throw out a, you're going to throw out each week your favorite jersey, right? Is that what we're doing yeah. here? So I, I whittled it down to three and uh, I got my three favorites. Okay. But I do have a winner. So coming in at number three, we have. And they, they come in at three for a specific reason. They took a massive L this week. Um, ah. You guys probably guessed who I'm talking about. The Packers ugly retro uniforms. Are they a throwback? They are. You don't like them? Not when you lose. Well, they're the, well, third, I, they're the I, third best jersey of the week. So. Well, I know, but he said ugly. So I was like, I, I guess I'm a little confused there. I, I really like them. I'm a big fan of them. They're a lot better than the Acme ones that they had um, a couple years ago. I really like those jerseys. I'm trying to get myself a jersey, um, uh, uh, one of those jerseys as well, kind of deal. So the the Acme ones remind me of the Eagles' old blue and yellow ones, which are just yes. kind of yeah. They're kind of gross, but they're kind of not that bad. But regardless, that is my three spot. Um, All right, I think I might I might make it a thing. Hey, you you can't you can't be on this list if you take an L. Um, you can't except win this, this week. You can't win this list if you take an L. You can't well, win if you don't win, right, Jeremy? That might that might be too hard to do, but whatever. Um, we'll see how it goes in the future. That's at the three spot. Coming in at the two spot, we have the Bears orange unis, which, I mean, they popped off the screen. Obviously, Thursday night they did something because uh, that game sucked ass. It was but the only they, thing that popped off in that game. It was literally the only thing that popped off in that game was those Bears unis and Carson Wentz getting hurt because that happens. Um, which takes us to the one spot. I said it early. I texted you guys in the group chat. Let me tell you something. Those Atlanta Falcon jerseys, those red throwbacks, those are badass. You know what I mean? Those were very, very cool uniforms. Um Atlanta's got good colors to work with, so it's hard not to come up with a good uniform. But those retro throwbacks with the red helmets, that was very, very cool to see. I agree. Those were pretty cool, too. There, There's a few teams out there that I, I really like their their colors. Um, is Tampa bringing back the creamsicle this year? I thought I heard they were. I don't think so. Um, this So this Falcons red helmet was part of the new helmet thing, right? Yes. Um, the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles have been voting on that for like they were the ones really pushing that with Howie and uh, Jeffrey Lurie about how the extra helmet, right, to, for the uniforms and the red for the Atlanta was their big one. Tampa, I don't think, ended up being in it, Seth. But okay. you assume the Creams will be one coming. So it's it's not surprising that I would pick Atlanta this week because this is the new, they're going to use their new helmet. Same thing with the Bears using their orange. So no, I think it's very cool. It's just, uh, you had the retro Falcon on the side too. It's, it's yep. hard not to. Learn. They're very, very clean uniform. Yeah. Oh, and what no, do you think? I, yeah, I think that's a great list. Uh, it's 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 really dependent on what the alternates are getting thrown out. So I guess some weeks you'll have two, some weeks you know maybe you'll have five. Um, 
So we'll see how it goes. But I'm going to try mean, to keep it to three. I'm going to try to keep it to three every week. Well, to uh, choose from five, I suppose. I don't, three I don't is, three is a good number. I like, three is a good number. This is what I. This is the one thing I'll add. Let's not go crazy, uh, Owen. Exactly. Come on, Owen. Um, the Patriots are always hard not to pick just because their, their colors look very good together. They bleed. They bleed red, white, and blue. They're Patriots, Seth. Duh. Uh, hey, absolutely. All right. Good job, Jeremy. Proud of you. Proud of you. Proud of you, Jeremy. All right. Top five now. Let's jump into our top five. Jeremy, I assume we'll let you go first with a big old asterisk next to it uh, because, I don't get it. as we know, you're a little stitious, right? I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Ah. Did you find your list? I did. I just got to reorganize it real fast. Um, I do. I well. I think I found it. Um, I'm just reorganizing it because I had to pull a team off of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, What, like the Eagles? No idea what you're talking about, Seth. So what do we got here? One, two, three, four, five. I have one short of it, which is... The snow. This team. All right. All right, Jeremy. Let's coming hear in. So this is the one week where I'm getting funny because I always wanted to stick to teams that won. Um this week I couldn't do that completely. Um, but we're gonna start off with the winning team. Coming in at 5B, I have the Los Angeles. Superchargers. Um, wasn't pretty. We got the job done. Um, beating the lowly Denver Broncos, led by the lowly short man himself, Russell Wilson. But you know, I'm their money well spent. Yeah, right. Walmart money spent. Well spent. Um, you got that great value quarterback there. You know, you gotta love that on brand hey. quarterback. But anyways, so all about value. I will. Uh, I'll give it to the Chargers. I, I think I I wanted to be out on them in the last few weeks, but they're kind of getting healthier. Derwin was showing up. Uh, Herbert, I mean, did not have a good game. Not a bad game, but not a good, good, good game. Eckler kind of came up big. Mike Williams didn't really even show up at all, but that's kind of on uh, Herbert. But they get a win against a division rival in a big spot. You got to give it to them. I, I'm, I'm back on – the Charger train partially. Um, what's that? Choo-choo. Bazinga. And then coming in at <laughs> five, um, I'm going to come in here with a loser just because I have a hard time being out on this team because they have my pick for MVP. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. Um, if they could just close games, like, man, they would probably be a top three team to all of us, right? Um I'm just having a hard time keeping them off. I was really tempted to put the Bengals here. Another week, and I probably would, but I just can't do it yet. Um, I get that. I get that one. Yeah, I'm just. I'm high on. I'm high on Baltimore. And drunk on summertime, however that song goes on. Um, you know what I know you do. Anyways, give me the Ravens at five. Um, coming in at the four spot, we have the G-Men. Um, hey, the best, team, the best team named New York, not in New York. Give me the 
New York Fighting Giants, um, the big win over that team I just mentioned, the Ravens. Um, they seem like they're really putting together Seth. You and I mentioned, I don't know if it was pre-pod or during the beginning of the pod, but uh, man, Dable is really, he's putting it together there. You know, and they, they look like a team that's filled with guys that are dudes. But like I said, when you're a lowly team picking the top 10 last five, six years in a row, you better end up having a decent roster. So no, give me the Giants at the four spot. Um, that brings me to the three spot, which is another team. I'm not a fan of the Giants. You guys aren't a fan of this team, but it's hard not to have the Minnesota Vikings top three. Like it really, it really is. Um, um, top four. Right. Correct. Good call. Sure. Yeah, uh, top five. <laughs> anyways, they are five and one. They beat, they beat kind of pretty convincingly the Dolphins. Uh, it never really looked like it was in question if they were going to lose this game. Convincingly? Yep. The end of the game got dicey, but convincingly. Um, this is what I'll say. Delvin kind of woke up, started running the ball hard. Justin Jefferson, I mean, one of the best receivers in the league. Thielen gets his touchdown grab. Kirk played a pretty well game. Not great, but pretty well game. Um, Teddy definitely outdueled him other than the two picks. But I, I will say the thing I'm probably the most impressed with is the way that in streaks that Vikings defense played. Um, Cause they really, I mean, Patrick Peterson had a, a couple of very, very big plays, which it's like the way to see that since he showed up in many, you know, um, Jordan, Jordan Hicks, Eric Hendricks, they are looking like the one, two punch there that they've been wanting to have for a long time. Hicks has always had that talent. It's just seeing him finally put it together. Daniel Hunter is kind of coming through Harrison Smith. I mean, he shows up with a stat card, but I'm just not a fan, but whatever. Anyways. So to wrap this up, Minnesota, I mean, they try to give a lot of games away. I mean, they could be one of a resident Viking fan of ours, Jordan. Him and I were messaging back and forth, and he said they're as close to being one and five as they are five and one. And he's not wrong. He's really not wrong. But Minnesota, I mean, I'm a believer. Give it to me. I'm going to put them at my three spot, which brings me to one and two, which are the two teams we talked about last Chiefs and the Bills. They're my one A, one B. Chiefs coming at the two spot. The Bills will be my one spot. Um, obviously they, they wanted the, the, the head to head matchup, but two of the best young quarterbacks in the league, you got big red, who's the best coach in the league. Sean McDermott's coaching his ass up up there in uh, Buffalo. We all said it. The thing about the bills is Von Miller's putting them over the top. Like Seth, like I said to you, I, I bitched all last year about who's your pass rusher. Who's going to put him over the top. Who's going to put him over the top. Von's doing it right now with the chiefs. I think they actually have to find a real running game. I don't think, uh, the midget there is going to be the one that's putting them over the top there. Little um, person. The little. <laughs> the. <laughs> I'm sorry, Owen. I didn't mean to cut you. <laughs> Thank you, that. Owen. Coming from the shortest guy on the pod. Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So well, I'm five nine. I'm average height, damn it. But my point being, watch it. Um, didn't know that the room. <laughs> so what I'll say is. Um, the thing about the Chiefs is they got to find a running game, right? That's their big weakness right now. They got to find a running game. The defense has got to show up constantly. I mean, 24 points to the Bills is not like terrible, you know, but 20 points to the Chiefs is like, that's pretty damn good. Um, I think Big Red, if these guys play again, there's no way Andy loses this matchup twice in a year. But uh, the difference between the Bills and the Chiefs in this game was the turnover battle and the running game will be able to control the clock. 
when you got Josh Allen who can just go out there and jump dudes and be the running back, you know, and help Singletary take off, that's huge. Mahomes not going to do any of that for you. So now nah, I think that's what the edge is, is Allen is the better of the two quarterbacks right now. So give it to me. To recap the list, I have the Buffalo Bills at one, the Kansas City Big Red Fighting Chiefs at two, the Minnesota Vikings at three, the New York Fighting Giants at four, the Baltimore Ravens kind of falling away, but at five, and then coming in at the sixth spot, because this is a top five A and B, I have the better of the two LA teams, the Chargers. What do you think? Go Chargers. The one thing I'll say before I run, because I won't be here to say it, is, uh, boys, I'm not saying my list is perfect. I'm not saying it's even right. It's not. But the pod, the pods list is always right. And there you go. You're welcome. That's true. You'll make sure to see it right when it's done here. Good, Adios, good boys. mic drop. Adios, Jeremy. All right. Let's get to the correct list. <laughs> closer to correct list. Yeah, for sure. Closer. Uh, let, me, let me go. I'll go. I'll go next. I, it's a nice change of pace. I'm usually first, and I'm usually I like first, but let's I'll wrap it up. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And I have a, a strong feeling that our list will be very similar. Mine was almost. I I mean, other than one team Obviously. for Jeremy's, uh, our ours are identical, pretty much identical, actually, okay. which is kind of funny. Um, so I'm gonna start at six B, six B. Wow, five B. Or six, five B for us. I have the LA Chargers as well. Yo, there it is. I was wait last night. I needed to see it come in. Uh, if they if they were gonna pull it off or not. If they weren't, I was gonna slide in my number seven team, which was the New York Jets. If the Chargers were gonna lose, damn the Jet. I think I would have slid the Jets in. Really would have. Damn. Okay, so that that's your first off is the Jets. The Jets are my first off. Okay. All right. I, I, I just I, – I, I'm higher on the Jets than I think you guys are. Yes, the quarterback play and the inconsistencies, inconsistencies on offense are a little scary, but that defense is playing lights out right now, and they're playing fast and ferocious. Yeah. And maybe it's uh, what have you done for me lately, and they just pounded the Packers, so it just impressed me. Fresh on um, your brain. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, the Jets might be for real. I don't think we can – stamp them in yet like i think we can the giants um but but anyways chargers at six or five b um just uh, like like jeremy said they might be back i kind of fell off the bandwagon um the last couple weeks but they're right there with the chiefs now they're four and two chiefs are four and two um they're right there for the division a lot of close division races right now um, Chargers are right there, which makes this a fun. If Chargers keep going and that defense gets healthier, offense picks it up a little bit. Broncos have a good defense. Um, this is going to be a dangerous team, like we all thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Five A, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Finally, Vikings. make my list after six weeks of not being on it. Um, they're five and one. Like Jeremy said, they could easily be one and five, which is why they are lower on my list. And the first time making it on just be the, the quality of wins to me is not there. My bias aside, they just, they don't win pretty. I should say, um, kind of reminds me don't. of the couple, a couple of the Packers wins 
not pretty wins, but they're wins. Um, but they deserve to be on this list. They're five and one. They're, they're second in the NFC right now. They're leading the NFC North. Um, they should be on this list, but it's just not pretty. Number four, I have another five and one team. And my first New York team, the New York football giants. I believe this is where Jeremy had them as well, correct? At four. He had or... them at four. Yes. He did. Okay. But you uh, know, yeah. Asterisk. Correct. Um, yeah, give me the Giants here. They they played well. They're they're five and one, which has surprised everybody. Um but Brian Dayball has turned that team around. Danny Dimes has dropping dimes now. Now he's dropping dimes. Okay. Saquon is back. And uh, the defense looks really I, – a testament to Brian Dayball. I know Jeremy's like Sirianni as coach of the year. The Giants continue this. It has to be Dayball. I, I don't think how, – how could it be anybody else? If the Eagles go undefeated, it's Sirianni's. If the Giants – maintain uh, a plus like maybe they get 12 wins or 11 wins even i think it's probably Dayfalls. it has to be they make the playoffs after the embarrassment of the last couple of years i i don't see how it's not Dayfall. i just don't get it um turn around for sure yeah so giants four uh this is then my top three um number three is the chiefs i think it's pretty much set there after the loss to the bills Still still might be the second-best team in the league, but record-wise, I just have to kind of follow suit. Um, but what a game that was, and, and they'll, they'll continue down that road. They'll, you know, they'll play better. Mahomes had a couple costly mistakes that cost them the game, um, but this is still a complete team. Jeremy mentioned the running game is probably the biggest weakness, just finding consistency there with, um, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and uh, uh, Isaiah Pachak. What is that? Pacheco. Pacheco. That's it. There you go. Uh, finding consistency there is the biggest thing. Otherwise, that team is going to be the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. Uh, number two, this is where it almost could be a 1A, 1B for me. I have the Bills. I really wanted to put them one. They're two. Okay. They're two I, for me. They are. They I are. They, like wrong. I said, this is where it almost could be 1A, 1B for me. Um, that A and B spot could be here. Eagles are six and all. It's hard for me to put a team that's undefeated and your only undefeated team lower. Uh, obviously they wouldn't go below two. I have a feeling there might be two for you, Owen. Um, but I got, I got to keep the bills here. Bills here for now. We'll see how the Eagles play the next couple weeks. They have a bye week next week. Um, which, Shouldn't really hurt them, but I guess we'll see what the Bills do. Bills have the Packers coming up in two weeks, I just realized, and that scares me a lot. Uh, um, and the Bills coming off a of bye, playing the Packers at home on Sunday night. It's uh, it's it's going to be one to watch and one that could be fruitful and really turn my brain around on the team. But it's also wholly, literally the worst situation you could, you could ask for. Yep. Absolutely. Um, anyways, yeah. So let me recap my list. Uh, 5B Chargers, 5A Minnesota, Giants, uh, New York at four, KC at three, Buffalo two, 
Eagles won. Pretty good list, Seth. Finish her off, Owen. Pretty good list. Um, but let me give you uh, my opinion. I'm not going to say it's the right one uh, because we all know the pot is always right. So let me give me give you something to balance the scales a bit. Um, I do not have the Jets um, in my top, let's say, top eight. Really? In my top eight. Um, in the Chargers – you guys are higher on than me. I'm trying to think if I'm wrong in that, but I'm going to stick to my guns. I will say my actual, um, I guess my chargers would then be my first off, but I almost am giving the 49ers a pass for this week as well for playing back-to-back road games on the East coast, having to stay in West Virginia. Like they literally hadn't gone home in a week and a half. So, um, there's a little bit of a like a freak weird thing there for the for the Niners. I expect them to come back into Are you putting point. the Niners in your top five? They are they were my first out until I kind of like softened on the Chargers a bit when you guys talked about them. Um so Chargers, Niners, both of them kind of first out. Um, okay. Starting my list off, where am I eight? Yeah, I'm gonna go. So this is actual true six here. Uh, that will be the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Uh, I'm ready. I've seen enough on the offense. T hit when T Higgins. I think all their wins came when T Higgins was playing. Like I think that's how it's happened so far this year. And that offense hums when T Higgins plays. Hums because he should be a number one receiver, but his play elevates that of the true number one receiver, Jamar Chase, who is back 130 yards, two touchdowns. It was crazy. And it was also one of those games where you watch it and you're like, Joe Burrow is truly special playing in his, uh, his home college stadium. Correct. Yeah. His home college town there. Um, but it was truly like that. That was what I was waiting to see from them. I think you guys said you need another week. That's fair. But I've, I'm, uh, I'm back on the train. Give me the Bengals back in the top five. That's, that's how I guess that's how we felt for the Chargers. Very similar to how are you feeling with the Bengals? Fair enough. And the record's better for the Chargers. So that's why I kind of had to soften. But yeah, something about the injuries still worries me. Um, I get that. Less worried for yep. the Bengals. But number five, give me. Let's see. This was the weird. This might be my. Mm, yeah, this is my A and B. So this will be four B. This will be the New York Giants. They lock them in. If you let the Giants hang around, Brian Dable is going to find a way to beat you, in spite of Daniel Jones. That's my thought. <laughs> this is my thought. Um, it was kind of it was it was really a bad matchup for the Ravens and a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the ways you look at it, mainly because the giants are this miraculous somehow find a way to win team. Um, and the Ravens, as much as we talk about the exact opposite, almost as much as we talked about Justin Tucker last week, sinking it, it just doesn't come into play for them sometimes. Like they, they were down four, which means they couldn't unlock the magic that is Justin Tucker. Uh, or unleash 
Um, but it, it was also a big time. Lamar Jackson, really good in the first half, second half. Yep. Two big turnovers in the fourth quarter, like that sunk it. And um, uh, you were right, Seth. You know, we talked about last week, Don Wink Martindale. You let him run a little bit. And then all of a sudden he came in with a great game plan, kind of really wiped away that 10 point deficit. Yes. Second half, they totally shut him down. Giants are three and one in games, which they trailed by 10 points or more. Isn't that crazy? Three and one. And they've turned around. Never say never, Owen. That's what they say. Next team be my four a give me the other five and one team, the Minnesota Vikings. So I think you had the Giants above the Vikings. Is that correct? I did. I have them pretty much flipped from what you have. Yes. They're by no means a juggernaut. And you kind of alluded to that. Um, Really just getting stomped by the Eagles, but every other game has been close, ugly, whatever you want to say. Um, But they know how to close. They figured out a way. Um, Talking to, you know, Jeremy mentioned one resident Eagles fan. I was talking to a few others and the there's not a lot of confidence <laughs> on their end. I think, I think in one end they know uh, that they're really just squeaking by. But as a Packers fan, you kind of get used to that in a lot of ways. And then you get some sometimes dominant, sometimes just squeaking by. Um, but you were optimistic about it all the same. Kirk Cousins comes out just wearing that ice. Did you see him? He was all chained up after the game. <laughs> How ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That just – was- Oh, we, we, we made fun of this like Christian white guy uh, so much that it's almost turned into, it turned him into the cool guy. Like he's almost cool. He's almost the cool pick. He's the hipster pick in a lot of the ways. Like, oh yeah. He's like the dad that's trying to be cool. Which is almost cool now. No, you saw Mike Kosicki do the gritty all over, literally from the end zone all the way down the sideline. Like that's what's cool nowadays, Seth. That's that's the cool things nowadays. Yo, you that means you and me could be cool if we wanted to. Hey man, I know I'm cool. Day, bingo, good call. But re- regardless, like it's it's the Vikings for me. I think they, I think that um, secondary is actually playing pretty well. All of a sudden, when when which I thought it was a weakness. Yeah, um, I get that. Yep. The thing is, is like they did give out 300 combined yards to Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. I think just about everybody does. But that's the thing is like if there's a tandem you do that too, like it's it's that tandem for sure. Anybody in the league, it's that it's those guys. So the Vikings at 4A. Number three, give me the Kansas City Chiefs, who had lost in a big game, but I refuse to take them out of the top three. I refuse to see it because it was just an, such an awesome game back and forth. It and it's it's almost like a, a tier, like Three and four is just split, you know? It is a big step down. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. And it was one of those games you thought was going to come down to the last possession, whoever had the ball last, and it almost did. Um, But then, you know, I I was hoping – there was some question at whether that interception that the ball hit the ground first, and I was rooting for it. I really was because I just wanted to see the game go. It, that game deserved yeah. to go to overtime, but it was like 24-20. Like, there's, you're not getting overtime out of that. Um, but great game nonetheless. Chiefs, they'll be fine. It's the team, a, a game they wanted to win, but it's 
totally fine. Like I, I see no negatives there. They played well. Correct. Number Correct. Two, give me the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I figured. I, I figured. I think I called my shot last week too when I said, or when we were talking about the Bills Chiefs. Does the winner hop over the Eagles even if the Eagles win? And uh, I kind of declared that I was going to do that, and I still feel feel good about that. And the problem with that decision is the Eagles have no weakness when they're playing. Like if they do, it's because they're not playing up to their level. Like every position group. Linebackers is the one that is kind of overachieving in a sense, but like they got Kazir White, who's going to be a pro bowler. I I guess the thing with with Philly for me, um, now I can just shoot all my shots because Jamie's not here. Um, It's just that it's not as sexy of a team. You know what I mean? No, I do know what you mean. (laughs) I do. Um, You know, the Bills, they're flashy with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that defense. You're not wrong. Philly doesn't really have, like, a glaring weakness. But it's just, like, they they win these games, but it's just, like, they, I, I, I don't know how to explain it other than it's, it's not sexy, but they get it done, and they get it done on a week-to-week basis. That, that defense is underrated to me. Uh, Jeremy said it, too. But, like, one week Jalen Hurts will have this amazing game, and then the next week it's just kind of, eh. You know, same with, same with you know, Sanders. Sanders had a solid game this week. Last week or two weeks ago, he went off for, like, 150, 160, or whatever that was. It just feels like they're, they're, they're finding a way to score points every week, different way, whether it's Jalen, whether it's Brown or Smith or Miles. But it just, I, I don't know, it the inconsistencies there, I guess, worry me in the long run for Philly when they play like these juggernaut teams. Like uh, to me, if they were to play Buffalo or KC, I, I don't know how close of a game it would be. I think and it'd be, I wish we would be able to see that matchup this year. Unfortunately, yes. we won't until possibly the Super Bowl. Um, which I'm almost rooting for at this point, if it's not the Packers and what the hell do the Packers have for me to say that they're making the Super Bowl at this point? Um, Eagles, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, that would be, those would be incredible matchups uh, just on paper, but it'd be really interesting to see how that turns out because I completely agree with you in most of those senses. It's just, you go through each starter and they, they either are a stud or they play that, roll very well like it's yes it's either or obviously the line both sides dominant their linebackers are overachieving like we talked about tj edwards playing out of his mind too and then uh secondary is exactly what you want uh receivers are coming up big they probably Devonte smith is is probably a number one in a in a in a few, uh not most other teams but a good amount of other teams yeah I, he's definitely taken the step there too but aj brown is is like a bona fide one at this point and then the running back room is all of a sudden came back to life miles sanders was a disappearance act after his rookie year and then all of a sudden he has these big games you know so it's they're 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 a mystery in a sense where it's it's just like there's something that i still need to see you know to be like this is the best team in the world um but 
there's also not a lot of competition other than the number one ranked Buffalo Bills to me. Yeah. Uh, and and just looking at real quick, Owen, sorry. Yep. Real, I'm looking at Philly's ro- our roster schedule, and we've done this a few times. Really, other than Green Bay, to me, their only other big matchup is Dallas. I guess if you want to throw the Giants in there now, you might as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, but like you know, but it feels like you're fishing, right? It feels like it feels like those those are their big games. But compared to like say like we're talking about the Packers, like they have to play a lot of number ones, division winners. You know, and that's it's it. It's a tough SOS, as they'd say. Yeah. Is that what they'd say? Strength of schedule is pretty high for Green Good Bay. Call. Yep. Um, no, I, I get I get your rankings though. Yep. I get yeah, it. I, I imagine they have a bye this coming week, and I imagine they will come out three and zero easy uh, after that too. Honestly, looking at it, probably next gate or next team talked about them. The Bills. What what haven't we said yet? Are you Gabe in line is right mode, Owen? I mean, I might as well. Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, Von Miller. Josh Allen, some of the best players in the league. Jordan Poyer, who again to me still the key to that defense. He didn't. He couldn't even fly. He was, his ribs were so messed up. He wasn't cleared to. Yeah, that was that's wild. Fly. That's wild. He, he just bought a Sprinter van. He loaded up his family and he drove all the way up or where. Uh, he drove all the way over to Kansas City, and then drove back. And then drove back. And he's not. He wasn't medically cleared until today or something to fly again is that not to you owen he's not medically cleared to fly but he's medically cleared to play a collision sport where he could potentially hurt himself even further you could almost indirectly tie this to um the tua situation where it's like these are real doctors any normal sane person they're telling you you don't fly there's a chance your ribs just crack by being in that being in that uh, tube up in the sky. Uh, but sure, you can be in a car collision every, you know, every single down because that's what the team doctors are going to allow. Correct. All right, back to Miami, like any normal sane doctor, all the ones that popped up on Twitter all of a sudden, um, don't let this man do anything. Don't even let him sleep. Watch, sit him in a chair and watch him for 24 hours. Make sure he's okay. And then, sure, team doctors are going to be like, yeah, his bell got rung. You know, you just you just got his bell rung. Let's, uh, he'll, he'll be fine. Right? You know what? Have him sniff some pepper, or that pepper, and uh, he'll be fine. Throw him back in. Some of that, some of that, I mean, Roger said it too. He's like, I played multiple games uh, after after consuming Percocets <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, ease the pain. And that is not uh, – an, an uncommon occurrence in the National Football League. Yeah, so, <laughs> absolutely. Not exactly the safest play, but, you know, I guess the team doctors do <laughs> what they can. It's probably more of a franchise pressure thing. But regardless, Jordan Poyer, awesome player, playing through a lot, and uh, still he comes up big every time. And uh, what is it? Uh, did Trey White play this game? Uh, no, he did not. He's That's practicing. Right. Uh, I think he's going to be returning soon, within the next week or two. Um, but I know he started practicing last week, but, but he I did think, not play. I think Kyrie Elam came. He was he, – this was his first start back, I believe. 
um, the rookie, the first round rookie. Yes. Got his first interception or maybe that was last week, but still like it was a big game from him. I think he did have a pick. Um, so, it, and it's just crazy seeing one of the best corners of the past five years come back. He hasn't even been playing this year yet. So bills ice me. Uh, these guys are a wagon. And then right. my, my long windedness is over and we can move to the podcast rankings. Uh, let me calculate. So calculate. Just, yeah. Who's, whose list was best out of the three? I mean, you know, putting bias aside, Jeremy and I's were pretty close. Um, you're, you kind of were the one who, who went off to left field a little bit. <laughs> But you also were the one to – also, are you putting the Eagles at one for Jeremy in this I, sense? I will reveal shortly. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I'm not, wasn't sure how you were going to do that because you I have no. the Bills at one now, uh, and I have the Eagles at one as well. Um, I, I'm just – you know, I keep thinking about that with Jeremy's list is – if they lose, is he actually going to put them on the list? Like, you know, is it finally going to be the, the week that he reveals that? So, you know what I mean? I, Obviously, he's keeping them off because of this whole superstition thing, and they're 6-0 and all undefeated and blah, listen, blah, blah. I hope so, because doing the math every time is just a, a very short pain in the butt, but a pain in the butt well, all the same. Testament to you, Owen. You're, You're welcome. Your willingness to do that. So the executive decision I made this week is, uh, or what I was doing before is I was averaging Seth Seth's pick and my pick of the Eagles. Okay. And therefore making that Jeremy's pick, the average of that pick. Sure. Right. So, and before it was easy because the Eagles were one every time. Well, this week I have the bills at one. That means the average of the bills and Eagles or our, our, uh, 1A, 1B, I guess you would say, the true 1A, 1B, reflected in the podcast rankings. Coming in at 1A is your Philadelphia Eagles. Hey! At 6-0. Their tiebreaker being that they're 6-0 and the Bills are 5-1. and Okay, um, yep. So, which makes the Bills come in at 1B. Both with 16-and-a-half uh, podcast ranking points. All Number right. three, you got the Chiefs. That feels, right to, that feels right. That feels it does, right. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, I do I do like that. Uh, the Chiefs come in at number three with a unanimous number three across the board, as it should be. Uh, I don't think anybody should really take away from their performance against the Bills. The Bills are just that dominant. Um, Vikings coming in at number four. Giants at five. Ravens, six. Chargers at seven. Ending the official points, bring on the or no, sorry, Bengals at Bengals at eight, ending the official points. All right, so we top okay, so we got eight, uh, which is which is more than usual. You know, we spread the spread the love a little bit. Did you uh, consider the Cowboys at all? <clears throat> not, not for the top six. Uh, I. I, it's an argument to make the top 10, I would say, because there's just a lot of those middle ground teams, like you said. I mean, yeah, I said earlier that I think there's 12 or 13 teams that are three and three or within that range. 
three yeah. and two with the Titans and then the Colts at three, two and one, which shows the parity and the equalness of this league. Um, and any given Sunday, I really, that's any given Sunday right now. Uh, what's going to happen. But uh, I think the Cowboys and, and getting Dak back, I think make made it a stronger case for me. Uh, ultimately, I have them just outside of the top five A and B as well. Top six, um, which I have the Jets, Cowboys, Bengals as kind of my top three teams out. There you go. So um, Bengals ended up getting a point. So they stayed at eight. Jets are at nine. Niners at 10 because of the honorable mentions. Sure. That leaves out a lot of these teams. I mean, just crazy hearing the teams that are not in the top 10 this week for going long on first. I feel it's right, but still hard to believe a couple weeks ago. Yes. We got Packers at three and three, Titans at three and two. Uh, we got the LA Bucks. Rams at three and three. We got the Tampa Bay Bucks at three and three. And we got the Dallas Cowboys at four and two. All fall out of the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, any given Sunday and next week, this list could be completely different. 100%. 100%. I think right now, I think there's only three teams that are locked in on a week to week basis. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. The Vikings lose next week and you know it depends on everyone else but i definitely don't see them sticking around correct you know yep yep same with the giants yeah. um and you know i had the chargers in yeah anyways okay all right jeremy or jeremy wow all right owen oh is he back no he's back for trivia uh <laughs> not this week uh you're gonna lone wolf trivia tonight owen let's do it um i got two questions for you Reflection off of Sunday, and you might have seen this too. Uh, so it might be a quick trivia for you, it might be easy, but we'll see. We'll see. First question Josh Allen threw his 120th touchdown pass on Sunday against the Chiefs. The he is the fifth fastest to that mark 120 touchdowns by games played. So that was his 67th game played. 120 touchdown pass, fifth fastest. Who currently holds the record for quickest to 120 touchdown passes with a record of 48? Just for just for um, you know, to kind of help guide you a little bit. Marino is second at 53. Rogers is third at 65. Crazy. Um, and this is 65 games played to get 120 touchdowns. Is that what you're saying? Uh uh, the record holder has 48. Took him 40. 48 games to throw 120 touchdown passes. Got it. This is Allen. Be, well, this has got to be Patrick Mahomes. Is is, is. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's Mahomes. Mahomes did it at 48. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because these two, you know, obviously played against each other. Uh, yeah. But I saw that stat come out for Allen, um, which is which is still pretty impressive. I mean, you obviously, said, yeah, for sure. You said you said Mahomes, Marino, Rogers, blank. Allen, I'm almost interested. To, would I be able to guess number four? Uh, let me go back in and see if I can find who four was. I bet I could. Yeah, could you guess four? Number four tied with Rogers actually at sixty-five. Um, at sixty-five, um, no longer active quarterback. Uh, let me see if I can throw out something for you since you got that so fast. Yeah. Why not a little extra point here to get number four, or I guess tied for third. 
Um, he's played within the last 20 years. I'll, I'll start out there. He's played within the last 20 years. He did it 65 games. Damn. 65 games played or just active? Do you know? 65 sure? games played. Okay. Not 120 touchdowns. Here, let me throw this out there. I'll give you his final touchdown number just for reference. Okay. 171 is exactly how many touchdowns he threw. Really? So he got 120 fast and then bit the dust. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Oh. Could that be? Which maybe gave that away. Got a cat behind me. Um, you know, they're they're ready for the answer, too. Could it? Could it be? Oh, I don't know if he would have played that many games. Oh, that's a that's a good one. I'm almost surprised Rodgers makes it just because like the first couple of years weren't much. Well, I I, I don't think it's because he didn't really he didn't play any games. You know, he just sat around. So you so you you would for Rodgers, you're saying? Yes, yeah, he sat around for the first three years really and didn't play at all. So it's like his first year oh, he started. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The first year was still you know the first his his relief starts in the first year weren't great but yeah um i guess that isn't that except that games. dallas game that dallas game was fun to watch oh yeah every one of them yeah which is coming dallas game is coming um shoot my first just trying to think of it it, it my first thought was andrew luck i just don't know if he played enough games to get to 171 can you tell me? And let me stop you there. It is Andrew Luck. Ah, yeah. okay, good. All right. I, right I kind of thought maybe I would have given that away a little bit, and especially when you were like, oh, so he threw a lot of touchdowns right away and then bit the dust. Uh, That's Andrew Luck. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Um, Context clues. Yes. Uh, there's three players tied at 69. Um, yeah. And, of course, one <laughs> of them is Brett Favre. Um <laughs> And then the other two are Peyton Manning and Matt Stafford. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, those are all that's a there's no flukes there. Those are all good quarterbacks. Absolutely. All timers. Yeah. Um, all right, next question. Yes, sir. Sticking along the quarterback questionnaire and Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Matt Ryan passed this hall of fame quarterback for seventh most passing yards on sunday oh matt ryan currently sits at sixty-one thousand five hundred, so 61 5 he passed this quarterback who finished with 61 three six one so matt ryan passed this hall of fame quarterback for seventh most passing yards in nfl history on sunday who did he pass I'm just trying to think of who would be there, and I'm thinking like uh, because the the record got passed a little bit, passed around a little bit in, in the past few years. I feel like it's in some sort of order. I feel like it's Marino, Breeze, Brady, Manning, Favre. Yeah, Favre, Favre is a, the the one of the top ones. I'm thinking you said Hall of Fame. I almost wanted to say Big Ben. He might be. 
either up there or around there. You said Hall of Fame, though. Yep. Um, Hall of Fame quarterback. Could it quarterback. be? I feel like I don't think Peyton would be that low, but there is so many, like like when he's talking about Breeze, Marino, Brady, Favre, like Manning could be down there. Um, so give me give me Peyton. Give me Peyton Manning. The sheriff. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is incorrect. Damn it. I'll give you another shot. I'm pulling up the all-time list just so I can get a reference on where Peyton is exactly. I'm sure he's five or six, or at least. He's got to be, yeah, I, I assume a little bit higher, but I'm I'm almost there. Just give me a second. All right, let me um, think on some guys. Then. Manning is third. That makes sense. With nearly 72. So maybe I said his name already. You may or may not have. So I said Breeze, Marino, Favre. So it could be – well, Favre I feel like is on top end. It could be Marino because I feel like he's up there with touchdowns more near the top. Give me Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Ding, ding, ding. Dan Marino it is indeed. Yes, Dan Marino, who, when he retired, was the record holder for numerous passing stats, along with Favre when he retired, too. Yeah. Um, yep, you're right. Dan Dan the man. Okay. Let me know when you have those rankings up. I got it now. Yes. Okay. So, and I can't remember who had the record last. I want to say it's Breeze at number one. Breeze, you're saying Breeze is one? Is that not correct? That's not correct. So it is far. Uh, for for passing yards. Tom Brady. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I think I think I think Brady passed Brady passed far first. Oh, was okay. Peyton passed far first, then Breeze, and then Brady. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So Breeze got Breeze got him before before Brady. Breeze got it before Brady, and then Brady passed him. Got it. I think when I think it was last, no, maybe last year. I think Brady broke it towards the beginning of last year. That makes sense because I, I definitely, I definitely remember Breeze having the whole like, you did it, you beat you beat Favre or Favre was there or something. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that happening. So that's what kind of was stuck. So, yeah, Brady, Breeze, Manning, Favre. Blank, blank, Marino. No. Blank, blank, Matt Ryan, Marino. Yep. Give me um, Big Ben. Yep. At five. Big Ben at five. Six at 64. Five. I don't know if I could get six. I don't know if uh, I could. I, I want to know if you can get six, nine, and ten. Oh, shit. Okay. Even 11. Honestly, all right. um, all if I six is a recently retired quarterback as well, and then two. So, out of these four quarterbacks left that I just said, two recently retired, two active. The Rodgers is in there, he's probably 10. The Rodgers is 10, right on the mark. Yep, boom, which he'll and- probably pass number nine. Uh, he absolutely will pass number nine this year. He could pass number nine next week if Tomorrow. he has a big game. <laughs> okay. If he has a big game. Okay. Close. 
which makes me think that, uh, gosh darn it, Phil Rivers is in at the nine spot. Rivers is at Rivers is here, but you mixed up his spot. Oh shoot! Okay, so we got Rogers and Rivers is there somewhere, and I need six. Nine and eleven. Yep. I just threw I just threw eleven out there because he he's a name I know. Yep. Ooh. Very relevant name. I'm just trying to. So you said you said Rivers something, but yes. you he wasn't nine. Where do you think Rivers is? If he's not nine. Well, he's tired. I almost. Lean six than eleven. I just felt nine was the good middle ground. So are you saying six then? I'm saying six. Your reaction makes me think eleven. I uh, it is six actually. Yep. Oh, okay. All right, all right, cool. If if Ryan plays next year, he'll probably oh he absolutely will pass Rivers. I don't think he'll do it. Oh, he might do it this year still. Gonna have to well, you know, if they can figure something out, he might do it. <laughs> yeah. But if he um, plays next year, he'll he'll be top five. Nine and eleven is the only the next start like active would be like I feel like they they kind of go hand in hand. It makes me think Stafford is right behind Rogers. Uh you're right. Yeah, eleven fifty one. So nine is a retired. He just passed Elway, probably like last week. Oh shit! Okay, but there's still someone at nine who's retired. Yeah, nine is your last one. I'm not sure I have this one. I don't have. I don't have much to even think about banking on. I keep wanting to say Kurt Warner, but the, like the dude was. He retired. I got to be close to ten years ago now. Oh, you're still recently retired. Yes, sorry. Yes, number nine is recently retired. Big Ben Rivers Breeze. In the last five years, Big Ten, Big Ben, Rivers, Breeze. He's kind of a forgotten name. Eli Manning. That's it. Damn it, Eli. It's it's that it's that crop. There was just a big was, crop from that, you know, Brady. But then that was the O four, right? Those three quarterbacks, O four. Manning, Rivers, Big Ben. Yeah, O four. Yeah. Yes. Is that the is that the greatest uh, quarterback draft class of all time? Has to be, right? For stats, for sure. Uh, you almost think just being Marino and Elway being the way they were. You almost think that's. Yes, yeah, that's true. As because well. I feel like those two themselves are greater than the other three, but still. Yeah. Um. All right. One more. What? Last one. Last one. I promise. All that right. We're right done. Fair. Fair. Because uh, I'm looking at the list. There's two other quarterbacks that are active quarterbacks that are in the top 25 for career passing yards. Can you name those two other quarterbacks? Two quarterbacks. Yep. So Ryan is active. Roger Stafford are in the top 11. There's two other quarterbacks that are active that are in the top 25. Crazy. The, the likely one is Russell Wilson. 
He's at 23, just under 40,000. And the other guy's high, higher than him? The other guy is higher. Holy crap. Okay. All right. Hold on. <laughs> so he's somewhere in between Stafford at 11 and Russell, Russell at 23. I'm almost going to puke if this ends up being Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, I'd puke too. <laughs> I will say it's not Kirk, but Kirk is going to make some headway this year. He's going to he's going to jump this list. I mean this yeah. I'm yes. just looking at these numbers. He's going to jump it real quick. He's going to end up, you know, if he just stays in Minnesota with this offense for another 5 years, like he's going to be an all-time stat leader. <laughs> is he going to be it, it, in the same vein of Philip Rivers, just a bunch of big I, stats, but no, no, no rings, no W's, big time at, stuff like at that. To this, yeah, I mean, at this point, that's kind of seems what it, it looks like. It almost you think Kevin O'Connell offense, you think it gets better too is the problem. Yes. Anyways, back to, back to this other guy. This other guy, the I don't, I don't like. I don't think I don't like much of anything I'm seeing. The only one I can fall back on, maybe. Oh, it'd just be crazy, but it could be. I might have to say Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Uh incorrect. He's lower than Kirk. And that's kind of yeah. He's okay. at 42. Well, shit. Who is it, Seth? I'm uh, I'm at a loss. <laughs> uh, he he's played on three different teams now. Is he starting? Uh, I will say he has started. He he's not anymore, is he? From uh, from a long time in uh, in um, coming coming out of Delaware. Drafted in winning a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Short stint in Philadelphia. Couple starts with the New York Jets on their four and two run to start the season. Mr. Joe Flacco, please. Joe Flacco is correct. Yes. Damn. Joe Damn. Flacco. He's so sneaky old too. That's the thing. Yeah. You just forget like when he was drafted, and I was like 2010 or nine or something. It was almost. I think it was the Stafford draft. I was eight. He was before Stafford. Yeah, I I know. Yeah, it's just because Flacco really hasn't been relevant for like the last five years, but he's still he's still up there stat wise. Is Joe Flacco elite? No. (laughs) Remember those conversations? Well, after they won the Super Bowl and he took him to the Super Bowl, yeah, he made all that money too. Like the Ravens just handed over a blank check. And pretty much said, take us to another Super Bowl. And well, he never did that. But well, and then they drafted Lamar to, you know, to ease their to ease their ownership. And that was a good decision, but they just didn't pay him like they paid Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if they do. All right. Anyways, uh, that's enough trivia uh for this week. Um, but good job, Owen. Way to handle that running solo. I mean, we went off the script and essentially named the top eleven. Uh, passing yards leaders in order we did we did <laughs> so thank we you did. for that yes 
Uh, you know, I, we're kind of nerds for that. I I love looking at that stuff. I know Jeremy does too. Just yeah. sitting there, you know, picking at it. It's it's fun. You know, your tri- your tri- your one trivia question for next week should be like uh, uh, career rushing yards leaders, but don't do that because I you know I have a chance to look at it. But pick something like that. You know, to name we off. could do that. Jer- Jeremy would be he would be all over that. I won't study up. I'll I'll go in blind. I promise. All right. Good deal. Um. Anyways, yes. So that is the pod for the night. That's our recap Tuesday. Our little top five and Jeremy's jersey of the week. How'd you, well, how'd you think of that one? How'd you think of that one? All right. You know, we'll 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 patch up that recurring segment. I kind of derailed it from the beginning, so I apologize, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, you, d- you just kind of had to clear the backstory up i get it it really just depends on you know the alternates because i mean you could rank we could just do a jersey rankings we but, could I mean not as fun doesn't i feel like, like i like the better. alternate idea i absolutely yeah. yeah so it just depends on how it goes yeah anyways we will be back later this week with a little line is right week seven edition it's gonna be good but until then until next time Adios. Adios.